This episode is brought to you by Mesa Workflow Automation. Mesa is the only automation platform that enables Shopify and Shopify Plus merchants to create workflows that automatically carry out repetitive tasks and allow merchants focus on their business. User experience is the future and that's what's going to make businesses win. And I want to make the web more user-friendly and I want to help small businesses do that. So it's actually better to do four tests with five testers than it is to do one with 20 to get a little bit more statistical significance. So really it's just, it's better to test early and test often. Hotjar has these like uh, click things where you can watch like where people are moving through the site. But the difference with user testing is that they're actually speaking their thoughts out loud. You can hear them. You're literally like inside their head. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about why every direct-to-consumer e-commerce business needs usability test. It's a great episode you don't want to miss, so do stay tuned. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or four-fold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband, availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear first-hand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. Hey folks, it's Kunle from the 2X e-commerce podcast show. This is going to be a real quick intro. The interview you're about to listen to is an interview I had with Quen Zeda, who is the founder and CEO of Conversion Crimes. What Conversion Crimes is, it's kind of like a platform that um, pretty much helps e-commerce, D2C e-commerce businesses with usability testing. Um, I kept on saying user testing over the interview, but it's really usability testing. So I beg your pardon in advance. But basically, you're able to run tests with groups of people, essentially, to um, you know, figure out bottlenecks in, in the experience you're delivering on site, which is heaven sent. The way she describes it is, um, if you look at it from an 80-20 perspective, if you put in just 20% of your efforts in usability testing, you get 80% of the results, you know, from a conversion rate optimization standpoint. So because like many other aspects of conversion rate optimization are prohibitively expensive for like, um, you know, just normal D2C e-commerce businesses, 
this is a great way to, to get a head start on fixing issues, potential issues on your site. Um, so, you know, um, enjoy the conversation. She's well-versed. And prior to this, she was um, a practitioner. She was a CRO expert for several years in the industry. So she shared a ton of value um, from a CRO perspective. Now, if you haven't already, uh, please subscribe to the 2X e-commerce podcast show um, on, on any of your, um, you know, podcasting apps. If you, this is the first time you're listening to this, if you're on Apple, leave us a review, please. Um, and if you're watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe to um, to this channel, essentially. Um, so enjoy this conversation and um, I shall see you on the other side. Peace. The 2X e-commerce podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get going faster. That is why it's trusted by over 50,000 e-commerce brands like Brooklinen, None, and Chobbies. Build your contact list, send emails that pop, and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit klaviyo.com forward slash 2x to create your free account. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com forward slash 2x. ShipBob is the global fulfillment leader for e-commerce brands like you. They've actually just launched their first UK fulfillment center, which is quite close to me here in London. This gives ShipBob's clients access to e-commerce markets in the US, Canada, and now Europe. ShipBob offers direct integration to merchants running on Shopify, Wix, BigCommerce, WooCommerce, Amazon, eBay, and Walmart. This quote from their site, from Courtney Lee, the founder of Primo Coffee, really stood out for me. She said, I felt like I couldn't grow until I moved to ShipBob. And my CPA accountant even said to me, thank God you switched to ShipBob. I mean, who gets compliments from their accountant? Fulfillment is incredibly time intensive, so hand it over to the best of the best for fast and affordable shipping. To get $500 in free shipping credits today, head over to shipbob.com forward slash 2x. That is S-H-I-P-B-O-B.com forward slash 2x. Welcome, welcome, welcome to access to... Well, the 2X e-commerce podcast. I'm your host, Kunde Campbell, and this is the e-commerce podcast dedicated to rapid growth in the direct-to-consumer selling space or e-commerce, you know, in general. Um, so if you work in, you know, marketing as an e-commerce business, um, you're a founder, um, pretty much the ethos of this show is to help you sell more to your customers. So each week, you know, we interview either an expert a founder at a direct-to-consumer e-commerce business or a representative from a best-in-class e-commerce SaaS product. And we're focused essentially to helping you improve growth metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, your audience size, and ultimately, you know, your bottom line. Um, so without further ado, um, I would like to just um, segue into today's episode. Today, we're, we're talking about conversion rate optimization. And um, just some very, kind of like there's a divide at the moment in, in the CRO space in the sense that um, the access 
you know, available to to enterprise, um, you know, customers is somewhat different to the access to smaller, you know, um, you know, businesses, you know, seven, six, seven, eight figure businesses, what they can afford as compared to, you know, the enterprise customers that there's a huge disparity. There are some tools, you know, out there that, you know, do to a few, you know, critical things, but, um, just the, you know, hiring a conversion rate optimization, um, you know, agency can be prohibitively expensive. And this is why, I have Quinn Zedder with me on the show. She is from Conversion Crimes. She's the founder of Conversion Crimes. And it is a user testing platform, essentially, um, for you to, to get um, qualitative data. You could actually trans, trans, um, transform it to quantitative data. We're going to talk a bit about that. But she has essentially helped you know um, a ton of businesses in um with conversion rates, you know, as uh, as as a, as in in the on the agency side, and um, she 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 knows what it what it means what what it takes to 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 essentially you know work you know what what the challenges are with CRO. Um, I'm going to just um, I guess hand it over to Quinn. Quinn, welcome to the Two X Commerce Podcast Show. It's a pleasure to have you. Ah, thanks for having me. I'm super stoked to be here today. Even though it's Fantastic. like seven thirty in the morning. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, we, we we thank you guys. You know, um, we're we're in um in London time, and um, you know, a lot of you get up pretty early for, for this show. We appreciate it, though. Very very thankful. So um, I guess I haven't done you sufficient justice in terms of like your introduction. Um, you have a a ton of experience. You know, I checked out your profile, and you're building something really relevant to e-commerce. Um, would you mind taking a minute, or you know, probably even two? to just introduce yourself and, and give us a bit of a background, Queen. Awesome. Yeah. So um, basically, I used to run an agency called Zeta Labs, and we helped seven-figure businesses scale. And we did everything from researching their customers to finding the most profitable customer, going through their operations and their processes, because you can sell the customer on the front end, but if you fail on the back end, then it's also like a zero deal as well. Mm. Um, and then we would take all of this data, analytics, uh, competitor research, and all of this, and we would turn it into a new website. We completely did like end-to-end um, rebuilds for them. Okay. And when doing this, I found that user testing was kind of the 80-20 of um, CRO and user experience design. And um, I used to, I used this tool in my agency and I found that it was really accessible for enterprise businesses that have these big teams and stuff, but it really wasn't accessible to um, smaller businesses. So that is um, my inspiration for building conversion crimes um, to take a line from Shopify. We wanted to like arm the rebels and kind of uh, level the playing field a bit. (laughs) Absolutely. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, so I, I recall back in 2013 or maybe 14, um, we we almost got an interview with user testing on this show because um, at the time I was exploring the world of um, CRO from a content standpoint for the audience. Um, and, you know, at the time they were given free, um, just free tests. They they were they were pretty much on their knees and, and they've, they've established that they're quite an established, you know, um, platform right now. Um, could you explain how, where they are? As, so, so why can't most merchants, you know, you just go to usertesting.com and, you know, um, and, 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 and use it? 
It's just really um, cost and time prohibitive at this mm. point. So their subscription, I think last I checked, it's like $24,000 a year. Their platform is set up for teams, you know? Mm. So the actual pulling the data from these tasks, you have to like enter in all this data, export it to Excel. There's tons of busy work involved and it's mm. just cost prohibitive. So, um, yeah, we kind of, they started out, um, with, they had like a peak user testing. Um, they shut that down. It was like, you got like a free result every month and actually we're, uh, it's not launched yet. We're in beta, but we're, um, trying to do the same where we can get like a free result, um, every month because we want to make user testing more accessible to small businesses because user experience is the future and that's, what's going to, um, make businesses win. And mm. I want to make the web more user-friendly and mm. I want to help small businesses do that because yeah, like I said, I want to earn the rebels. I believe in the little guy and Absolutely. it's not just corporations and big um, enterprise um, companies that have these huge budgets that can afford to have entire teams dedicated mm. to user experience where small businesses, you may have like a marketer that has like, 10 jobs in the company. They're wearing like 10 different hats. Mm. Whereas the enterprise company has one person for every single one of those jobs. Mm. So that was really kind of, um, yeah, where I'm coming from and why oh, fantastic. Um, inspired fantastic. me about fantastic. this. Fantastic. Glad there is, you know, an alternative, a viable alternative and, and it's your platform. Now you talked about, um, we, we, uh, we let's, let's talk about principles and why, you know, um, you know, pe- people need, you know, e-commerce managers, e-commerce teams need, um, you know, user testing. So let's step back a little bit, which is down to um, user experience. Um, Obviously, there's user experience outside of your platform in two ways, both front-end and back-end. User experience in terms of like the ads you you create in terms of, you know, just how you, you craft, you know, just performance ads in general, the front the front end. And then there's user experience on your website. And then there's there's user experience or customer experience rather, you know, um post purchase, you know, so pre-purchase and, and post. You guys do you guys are right smack bang in the middle, right? So what key pillars are required for e-commerce teams to just stay on top of conversion rate optimized of user experience rather um, rights, you know, when, when they're on site, when, when customers or potential customers are on site. Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways that you can measure the user experience and get data. So you have things like Google analytics and Hotjar that can kind of tell you like where people are going in mass. So quantitative data Mm -hmm. um, where they're like kind of bailing, what they're clicking on the most, this sort of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. then you have stuff like AB testing where you can determine like which one of these things are better, um, which one is going to perform better. And Mm -hmm. then you have stuff like where you have onsite surveys, um, where people can, you know, like what questions do you have about this? You can kind of get data this way. You Mm -hmm. can interview your customers. You can do, um, surveys. There are tons of different ways to, um, to be able to kind of measure and get data in order to improve the user experience. But a lot of those tools, um, they require you to have some kind of knowledge and be able to take that data and turn it into actionable insights. And that's where um, user testing really shines because really it's just someone talking through their experience and telling you exactly what they're feeling, they're thinking and hearing. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of the 
80-20 of it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so in 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 testing and in, in the whole CRO testing world, um, there's um, this very critical bit of has it hit statistical significance? Uh, you, you find that a lot in multivariate and you know AB split test or what have you. Um, in it's, it's even statistical, you know, uh, as a statistical principle. Now, um, how many tests? How many opinions? Um, or how much feedback, you know, how many iterations of feedback does an e-commerce team need to be assured that they should head at a specific direction off the back of the insights from a user testing, from a user test? Yeah. So with user testing, um, really, you just need five. And a lot of people are like, really, only five? Well, five is enough to kind of show you what's an anomaly, Like did one of five of the testers have an issue or did three or four out of the five testers Mm. have an issue? So you can kind of assume um, that one thing's widespread and the other is not. And then you can go to your analytics and stuff and, and back that up, right? Because now you know where to look. You know, you can see like, oh, is that true or is it not true? The thing Mm -hmm. is, if you do it with 20 testers, after about five videos, they're going to be saying the same thing, like literally Mm -hmm. over and over again. And so it's really just kind of a waste of resources. It's kind Mm -hmm. of the law of diminishing returns. So it's actually better to do four tests with five testers than it is to do one with 20 to get a little bit more statistical significance. Mm. So really it's just, it's better to test early and test often and get these um, insights. So you can run a test, like find an issue that something had, like for example, um, one tester um, in a recent test we did for a customer made a comment about, um, oh, when I add this item to the cart, I um, I don't actually want to leave the product page. I want to continue shopping. And it was like leaving, it was bringing them to the cart. And so they actually changed that and like immediately their AOV went up and their conversion rate. Yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah. like, just a, like a simple learning like that. And it just came from one comment that someone said, and you would mm. never find that in analytics. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Accidents happen. Perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a CSV import completely messed up your product catalog. Common myth, cloud-based e-commerce platforms like Shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store. This is simply untrue. They don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind. Rewind will protect Shopify and big commerce stores with automatic backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's the deal for 2Xs. If you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, that extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind Backups. Remember to head over to Rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2X e-commerce podcast for a full month trial. 
Attention e-commerce teams running Shopify. Messa is the easy way to integrate any Shopify store with any e-commerce app or service. Messa is the only automation platform designed exclusively for Shopify and Shopify merchants. By creating workflows that carry out repetitive tasks automatically, merchants can focus on their business and create new customer experiences at scale. Messa has a no-code workflow builder for any action your customers take, such as a new order or product return. Leverage Messa's built-in features to extend your connected apps. Set up email notifications, receive forms, schedule tasks, delay workflows, or even work with files to sync data with your back office systems. Developers love Messa too, since they can lift the hood on any automation to customize them for total control. Even if you're unsure where to start, Messa's library of workflow templates help you get set up quickly with popular tasks common to growing businesses. For free, over the next 14 days, either head over to getmessa.com, that is G-E-T-M-E-S-A dot com, or search for Messa in the Shopify app store. Their team of automation experts will support you on your journey 24-7. And then how do you prioritize um, what to, what actions to take or um, uh, because is it because the 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 sample size is so small you can pretty much almost action you know every insight you, you you get from from the feedback you get from from users yeah so some of it um, you know you kind of have to take in um, what you know about your business and 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 things like that. But ideally it's like people are going through and they're, you can see them struggle with a task, Mm -hmm. you know? And so if you have three to five testers that are struggling with a task, then you can say like, okay, I need to concentrate there. If there's just one tester that's kind of struggling, you can kind of assume like, okay, like maybe I need to fix this, but this other thing is a uh, bigger priority. Um, maybe they're kind of saying something and you've tried that in the past. Um, like one, one thing that kind of comes up is, um, in general, people hate pop-ups, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and, but when used well, they convert. So this is what I kind of mean by taking, um, what you know about your business. So if you know, like a pop-up's converting just because a tester says like, they don't like it, it's because they're not there at the right time and in the right space. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, to be like, okay, now if that pop up is coming up like seven times during the test Mm -hmm. or in like the first two seconds and they're annoyed, then Mm -hmm. there's validity to those comments. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's it's nuanced. And at the same time, there's this context, you know, as as you alluded to with the um, with the example on on um, on 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 the pop up, you know, with with the pop up, if there's no context, it can be annoying. It can be really annoying if, if the settings are not, you know, done, done properly. Okay. And, and, you know, you don't know who you're talking to. Okay. I, I guess we should talk about what a user test look like, looks like. So, um, with, with a user, could you, could you break down the, you know, what a user test looks like? You know, some, some people might be listening and, you know, they, they might not even know what we're, <laughs> 
you know, um, you know, they, they might never have carried out a user test. Um, you know, um, so yeah, it's something it, 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 that's like very well known in the enterprise world and with people that do this for a living, but it's not really well known um, outside of that. So pretty much what a user test is, is you give um, a tester a set of tasks to do. Right. And it can be anything like let's say you're getting a bunch of support tickets and people mm -hmm. are like, well, what color backpacks do you have? And you're like, this is on my product page. Like, why are people like coming to support asking me this? So you can write a test that says like, hey, like um, go to like go find a backpack um, that'll fit your 15 inch laptop or whatever, you know, and then um, what colors do they offer? Like you just ask them this and see like, where are they looking for that information? Can they find that information? And so you, um, so you can kind of determine like, oh, they're looking over here for it and it's not there. It's on like the top left and they're looking at the bottom right or something like that. So you know exactly where to move it. So really at its core, is you set these tasks for testers to do. And really the only limit is your imagine you can have testers do anything and answer anything. They're recording their screen while speaking their thoughts out loud. So they're like, okay, I just landed on this website. I have no clue what it's about. <laughs> you know, or maybe they are selling, um, you know, dresses or something like that. And they're selling like something completely different. Right. So you can understand, yeah. do they know what it is? And then they just yeah. kind of speak through their experiences, their understanding of it, what they like or dislike when they're frustrated or where they're struggling. And so it's really just a video of someone's experience, their first yeah. time experience on the website. And you just watch and, it. And, and they're, they're saying it, that they're, they're not just, yeah. you know, they're, 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 they're expressing how they're feeling, what they're exactly. facing at every step. That's a common misconception because like Hotjar has these like uh, click things where you can mm -hmm. watch like where people are moving through the site. But the difference with user testing is that they're actually speaking their thoughts out loud. You can hear them. You're literally yeah. like inside their head. Yeah. And, and they're, they're better produced videos, by the way, because I'm with, with Hotjar, it, it, there's some lag on there. It's, it's annoying. It, it's very, I, I tend to give it to like an intern to, to look at. Anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, so this is super, super, super interesting in terms of um, what you're able to get. And, and I guess another way to, to, um, to, to go about this is if like, if your analytics or your data is, is telling you that there is a drop off at a particular spot in your flow, in, in, or your your site experience, um, and it just keeps on telling you, and you're not quite sure. You can't put your finger around it. You could run a test specifically for that issue, like the add to cart. You know, let's say why why is my ATC ratio or conversions to to add to cart so low? Why why is it that you know I'm not getting? Let's say you're doing like maybe ten percent add to cart of all traffic, and then it's three percent for initiate checkout. You know, you're thinking. There is something wrong between that add to cart and ICE, you know, initiate checkout. And you you can't just get your fingers around it. You then say, okay, you know, I'm going to get to, you know, run a test to say, okay, go to initiate checkout or go and make payments, you know, and, you know, add an item to your cart and make payments. And so that could be a particular task for a user test. And then the insights you get from, from the shoppers or from the testers hopefully will help you identify that particular issue you couldn't get your, you know, your, your finger around. Is, yeah. Is that kind so, of like a... 
Absolutely. So we had um, a test that we ran for um, a high-end consumer electronics store, and they had one of those, um, you know, where you can like pay on like a, like kind of like a loan and you make like payments. I can't think. Oh, I can't think yeah, yeah. Right the um, just um, payments, installments, and install, install payments. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like Hana or yeah. So they were they were getting a ton of um, customers saying they were a scam. And they were just like, why do people think we're a scam? Like, what is going on? So we ran a user test for them and they found that when they were entering information on their store and that that information was then being sent to the um, to apply for the um, for the installments, it was sending the information wrong and it was causing an error. And because they were mm. entering sensitive information, the people thought it was a scam that they were like stealing mm. information from them. Mm. So they just found this like little error that was like literally like a five minute fix. And then immediately mm. it kind of like unlocked their checkout. All of a sudden mm. their AOV went like from, I think it was a thousand to like 1500 to 1800. And then their mm. conversions like doubled, like literally overnight. It's uh, the, 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 so important, you know, to, to set a system you know, like, you know, a system, an automatic system in which um, you, you're always, that's always, you know, snuffing or sniffing out um, errors on, on your site. And then that is somehow put into a test, you know, as in you're, you're, you're getting users to test that, you know, that's a hypothesis, you know, like, like a hypothesis generation system, um, which clearly issues on, on site. And then you, you get these guys to, to test. Now, what is the profile of testers? You know, um, there's so many, you know, customer personas, you know, and um, so, so how do you sort of whittle down who would be the best person or, you know, tester um, to, to, to test, like, you know, uh, you, you, if you put me through, you know, fashion e-commerce, like, um, sh- sh- fashion Nova or, <laughs> or pretty little things, uh, you know, there's just no way I could give you, you know, feedback. Um, you, you'd need, you know, someone in their, you know, their kind of like demographic, I guess, female in their twenties, um, you know, who, who shop every other week, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So really for usability, like can someone use this? It doesn't really matter who tests it Mm -hmm. um, because you, I mean, it's like, are you able to figure this out or not? Like anybody can do that. But for user testing, it's about getting close to your target market. So what we do is we have like targeting. So if you have a pet store, it's like must own a dog or a cat or something like that, because then they're going to they're going to know like, OK, I want to um, my dogs like, for example, my dog, she's allergic to chicken. So when I go to buy something online, I want to know, like, are the ingredients there? Can I read the ingredients? Can I like find that out? And there's lots of dogs with food sensitivities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we talk target for um for niches and our goal is to get um pretty close to the target like obviously if you have something like super specific like we had one that was like uh truck drivers with cdc licenses in california that one's a little bit harder you know like super uh specific like that but um if someone's a truck driver with a cdc license they can get you know pretty close into the mind and kind of understand like these are the questions i would have or what mm-hmm. have you um so yeah that's we we um you're gonna get much better more 
consumer and customer insights from someone that's close to your target audiences, then, then not. If you're just looking for usability that, you know, do people understand what this is? Can they use it? Then it really doesn't matter who's testing it. Yeah. Yeah. Context is so important. Context is so important. So, so I'm, I'm guessing you have, um, you know, a, a quite a, a variety range of, um, you know, testers on the back end that, um, will test on, on the web, you know, as soon as, um, they're, they're assigned, um, a, a task, they, they kind of like, um, what's, what's, what are the kind of t- turnarounds and, and what does, um, the back end look like from a test testing, um, manpower standpoint? <laughs> yeah. So we have like a, a tester pool. Obviously we don't have as many as user testing or working on like building it out more. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, you can, um, testers basically when you create your test, you define like who you're looking for and that goes in our system. So it's only sent to testers that kind of hit that mark. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have kind of a right end where you can say um, like uh, anything kind of super specific that, that you want them to do. And we're actually working on building buckets that we're putting them in, like tagging all the testers. So then mm-hmm. later on, we can kind of add the um, a little bit better functionality on our test creation form. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and so, yeah, what that does is it goes out to the system, testers get notified, and then they just like claim a test. So it's not... Um, some people, they do testing as kind of like a side income or um, they're like, hey, like my wife is upset that I spend too much money on books. So this is what I do is like a side income just to like it's fun to test websites to give my feedback. So they get an email and they're like, OK, I'm going to like take this test and they take it. And that's completely automated. And mm-hmm. most tests fulfill um, within a couple hours to a day. The um, ones that are more targeted right now, um, because the size of our tester pool, they can take a couple days sometimes. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Makes makes a, a ton of sense. Okay. Um, Quinn, it's it's been a it's been a pleasure, you know, having you. I, I don't think um there are any other major, major questions I I have. Um, but yep, conversion crimes looks interesting. User testing is has its place in in your optimization um just activity essentially you know it's on-site you know optimization for for user experience um no it's, it's been a pleasure um i didn't know you know conversion crimes you know existed um and i i will you know um definitely give it a shot um you know give it some recommendations and get feedback um appreciate your time you know um appreciate your insights and you know it's a pleasure to have you on the show Ah, thanks for having me. It's been um, an amazing morning. Fantastic. Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind. Just search for 2X e-commerce on Facebook to find it. Answer three questions and you'll be approved. Grab the show notes of this episode on our website, 2xecommerce.com. Finally, if you haven't already, give the show a review on your podcasting app. Catch you on the next show and keep growing.